general observations on the way your defense played against Alabama? What's your what's your big takeaway about? We got to get better at stopping the run. I can tell you that. That was disappointing to me. Yeah. Um, there were some times that I thought we won some one-on-ones, which is which is good to see. I mean, the package is the package, but the players are everything in it. So, you know, a guy like Day-Day that was, you know, they've got somebody on him, they got somebody accounting for him, and he just wins. So I thought there was uh, a handful of plays where our guys just went out there and, and they won, which was really good to see. We just have to learn how to finish in the fourth quarter so. Um, we talked to him um, um, that Sunday when we said, you know, this is what good defenses do. They're able to go into a game that's, you know, that's a close ball game like that, and they're able to finish. We didn't do that. You know, hit the eight-minute mark, and uh, that's where I think the score was 10-3, and we got to hold up. Yeah, we got to hold up because that's that's critical. They flipped the field on us, and they scored, and we lost any chance to win the ball game. So there's all of a learning curve for everybody. Every week is a little bit different in terms of, trying to fix things and trying to get guys um, to understand situational football. Um, and, you know, every time that we come in, we can watch film and we can just learn from it. So it's, it's, it's going to be a long process. It appears that at, at least at the moment you have data in a place where you're able to take advantage of everything he can offer you. Could you speak about just getting him, seeing what he had and, you know, deciding yeah. where to play him. Yeah, well, that yeah, it was like early when we evaluated tape and then, you know, got a chance to work with these guys during the spring. The one thing that he is, and he's he's got some, you know, experience, but he's in like super intelligent kid. I mean, uh, football-wise, he's like a coach, um, and then he's explosive, and he's he's a tough kid, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like when you have somebody with, uh, with burst and quickness that's smart and it's tough, that is tough, then you could do a lot of things with them. But we know, we started to notice some of the stuff they could do in the spring. Then we kind of hone in on everybody's skills. And I've talked about this beforehand. I think it's important that um, that you understand what you have as players and not to try to stuff a package into people that don't have certain skill sets to actually execute it. So he's an example of somebody that's really good at coming off the edge, um, underneath coverage, things like that. And um, those are the things you want to do with him where he will have, where he will have success. Yeah. I know he mentioned, you know, he thought he might be leaving and then he realized, no, I want to stay. And then you were involved along with all the other coaches. Just what about the process of getting to know him and, and yeah, making sure he knew he had a place here? Yeah, I think there was a lot of uncertainty. I mean, if you put yourself in a player's shoes and they've been around a, a coaching staff and then trying to figure out us. And I think in the beginning, initially, it's, it, it takes especially uh, younger guys some time to figure out what guys are about. And um, uh, we stay true to what we believe in. And um, he's a, a great example of somebody that's just worked his tail off, worked his tail what? off and deserved the chance to, to, to be a starter. So I think that, especially if you have experience, you just want the truth. You know what I'm saying? You don't want any games. You don't want any like closed door meetings and yeah. you just want to feel everything's on the up and up. And I think a lot of those guys that, um, that decided to stay around, I, I think that's probably a credit to our staff that we did stay consistent and they saw that now it just comes down to like what kind of role I was going to play in. And uh, fortunately for us, you know, it, it took a little time to get kind of established rotation off of it, but we're, we're glad he, he hung around and um, is doing what he's doing right now. I know you did, you described him as tough. Coach Golos said the same thing. He's a, definitely a tough kid. There's different kinds of tough. Yeah. I'm sure you know where he comes from, yeah. some of the things he's been through. So yeah. just on its face, regardless of whether he's playing football or whatever, be there and to be 
a college graduate and a guy that looks like he's moving forward in life. Yeah. How impressed are you with oh, his ability to be, yeah. be who he is? I just think it's tremendous. But if you know the the insides of the kid, I mean, it, it's, it makes sense. You know, it's just the thing I like, um, you know, there's some guys that are like, perceived as tough but they're really frauds that's like that's not fake even tough. close yeah fake tough and guys that always act to try to act tough he's not that he's as good of a human being as there is in the planet but when they go in between the lines that's you know right. that's what he is you know because that's always accustomed to you know he played ball probably when he was five years old and that's the, the way the game was taught to him and there's a physical aspect to it there's a like you're in a position of contact, like he's had a ton of contact because, you know, whether we're blitzing or taking on people and, you know, that can wear and tear on somebody's body. But that to me shows me the physical toughness. And then I, I don't ever see him getting rattled either. I mean, sometimes like when you give up a play, you can, you can go in the tank a little bit. I never see that. He can push through. And I think that's being an older person. Some of the times the younger guys, the rookies get in there and they have one bad play and it just affects them through the whole game. But that's the toughness part. And it's not even remotely close to fake. He's a tough kid. Right. And it seems like just talking to him too, that if you are fake, you don't have a shot with him. Yeah. If you're authentic and he trusts you, you're good. Yeah. Uh, but Is I think that's as simple as that with him. Well, I think that's everybody. I know this, but if <clears throat> I worked at a place and I thought everything was, you know, was Mickey Mouse or I thought everything was an agenda or I, like I'd have a hard time with that. I think anybody that's a professional that really cares what they just want, they want roles, they want organization and they just want to have an opportunity. And I think if you stay true to that, then I think that's a fair shake. It all starts up front. The fact that your guys up front could go toe to toe with Alabama, that they're light years ahead of last year. How proud are you of those guys up front? Yeah, I am. I think KP has done like an outstanding, you know, Chad's working our B-backer position. Um, you know, when we first got here, just the fundamentals and techniques that are necessary, like pad level, pan placement, all that stuff. And, you know, like I said before, and with KP, like I think the world of the guy, um, to me, there's no doubt in my mind that he's the best D-line coach in the country. Um, but there has to be a little bit of patience with it, too. You know, we, we brought in some bigger body guys, Um during the, you know, the transfer portal window that we had to address some of the, the needs that we had. And um, we're starting to become stouter. You know, uh, Shad was out there, did really blue. I think, man, there's a whole bunch of guys that I thought played stout. And, uh, you know, we'll see, like, the biggest biggest point for us is we got to continue to improve and practice, and we got to go do it again on Saturday. Coach, you've made the point that you were going to be aggressive. You want your players to be aggressive. Saturday against Alabama, it looked like you dialed up every blitz imaginable, and it was like sharks seeing blood in the water. Your guys got after it, didn't they? Well, you know, once again, I go back to, like, sometimes you can beat people with some scheme, um, which did happen on Saturday, but a lot of the times it's player-based. Now, like, there, there's no scheme when a tackle goes out to, to pass pro data and he just beats them underneath or beats them over the top, you know what I'm saying, or – Stokesy you know, beats it back, you know, so those things, sometimes they can, uh, they can get uh, overplayed. You know, this is about players. Players make plays. We try to organize. We try to look at film and try to give them the best opportunity, but structure in a way that we're not asking them to do something that's outside their skill set. But those kids, uh, for the most part during that game, they were the guys that won. Um, that's what I'm proud about is because they, they, uh, there was multiple times where we we just beat one-on-one matchups. And if you're going to be good, that's the only way it can happen because there's no, like, 
I can't foresee the future in terms of making like the absolute perfect call on every snap. But when we do something and we can execute it and guys can win, that's, that, uh, that helps a lot. Coach, last question. Thank you for your time. How important is to build on that effort going into Rice? It's huge. It's absolutely huge. To me, it's like, okay, like um, you did some things. Now, can you do it again? I mean, it's absolutely critical. I think, um, I think our players understand that. I know we do as coaches to make sure, and especially now you're talking about league games, league games at home, which, which is critical. And we got to show up. It's, there's no doubt about it. I like the way that we've done things in the last two days of practice. It's been professional. Um, we're working through some things uh, in terms of what we're doing. Uh, but it's going to be absolutely critical um, that we continue to progress. Thank you, Coach. Good luck Saturday. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Byram, at times when everybody is covered, it's still a positive play with his feet. He has this ability to just take a you know, bad look and turn into a first down, which I know is great, but – what what's the what's the balance? I mean, you don't you don't want to discourage him from being instinctive. What's the balance from from him? You wanting him to run or or be a second more patient? Yeah, there are definitely some times in the football game that you want him to really just trust his fundamentals um, in the pocket and go through his progression and stay in there as long as he can you know, till the last second. And there are times where there's not the chance to do that. So and he, he's got to make a decision to pull it down, get away from the trouble and make the play a better play, which he's proven that he's, you know, really good at doing. So that is for any quarterback, much less a young quarterback, you know, a fine line of telling them, hey, you got to stay in here, stay in here, stay in here, stay in here. When, you know, he might see something on the field at the time where he knows he can get out of there and go get it with his with his feet. So you don't want to you don't you don't want to tell him that you know he's not allowed to use right. his feet. So you, I think for him, it's just continuing to play one play at a time, and as much as anything, to have really good technique and fundamentals in the pocket, so he gives himself a chance to see the things that are down the field before he takes off. Yeah. So still with a guy who's just started his fifth game, would you say he's, you know, well above uh, the average right now in terms of his decision-making and ability to pull, pull all those factors together? Oh, I, I mean, I, I would definitely say he, he's been well above average. Um, and he'd be the first one to tell you that there's so much growth to be made um, in his game that, you know, he gets frustrated when it's not perfect. And he's a competitor. He wants to do the right things for the football team to get first downs and to get touchdowns. And, you know, that's part of being a quarterback is learning when it's not always right. You make a mistake, whatever it is, to be able to put the mistake behind you and go play the next play. But, you know, he's done a lot of really good things for our offense and our football team to put us in situations to compete and win games. Yeah. So, at the end of the day, that's his number one job is to give us a chance to win a football game, and he's definitely done that every week. And the, the receiving core in, in general, we spoke to Coach Bullish about that too. It's all just a mixed bag of guys with all sorts of places they've been, levels of experience. Sean Atkins come from where he is. Um, is. Are you still just 
feeling out kind of who's where and what the best combo is. And it's just this learning process. It's continuing every day, every day, you know, it's a, uh, it's a daily process for those guys growing and getting healthy, you know, and practicing and getting on the same page with the quarterbacks because the fact of the matter is, and you know, it's not an excuse for our play, but we need to be more in sync you know, and we, we haven't been there when we need to be there. So they know it. The quarterbacks know it. Um, we as an offensive unit know it. We have to get better. So whatever it is or isn't, you know, like the goal is the next day, we have to get better, you know, across the board. Do you see their ability to, to get open more often? Is that the way they're running the routes? Is it just a microscopic fundamental thing or how do you? Yeah. I mean, it, it's not that we don't have open receivers, you know, it might not be every single play where there's a guy, you know, busting loose with a whole bunch of separation, but there are guys that are open and whether it's a breakdown at the quarterback position, whether it's a breakdown in the protection, whatever it is, we've just been inconsistent somewhere too much. And the guys that are open, sometimes they're not getting a chance to catch it or we we don't throw it to them, whatever it is. And there's definitely been some opportunities for us to make plays on footballs and we haven't been great there at sometimes too. So it's across the board. There isn't just one thing that stands out for us. It's, man, we got to keep getting better everywhere. Like we're eight of 11 guys doing a really good job and man, that doesn't add up to execution. You know, we, we need 11 guys all the time to do their jobs, you know, at a high level to, to execute. That's right. Coach, early in the game, your running back just steamrollers the safety. That sent a message that to Alabama, we're not backing down. How much of that resonated over to the offense? I didn't get to feel a ton of that, you know, up in the box. Um, just the emotion piece of it. But, man, it was a violent play. And I, I think when you watch it on video, you can see that it, you know, it, it brought some juice to our football team and to the stadium, and that's exactly what we need. We got to we got to be able to make plays to bring the energy, and, and that was a big lift for us. Coach, I know the last thing you expected was to not score a touchdown Saturday. What's the biggest disappointment coming out of Alabama? Just leaving missed opportunities on the field. You know, it's it's been the story of the first three weeks. You know, we had an opportunity every single game to put points on the board and potentially put games out of reach. And we haven't made the play. We haven't had the the discipline and the consistency just to take over and go win the situation, win the football game. We haven't done it. And we have to learn how to do that because we get opportunities every single week. And it's across the board in our unit. We have to learn that no one's going to hand you the, the football game. You have to go take it away from whoever the opponent is by doing your job better for longer. And we've come up short um, and we got to get better. But our guys see it on the video. They see the opportunities are right there and we're not making them when we need to make them. So it, it's on our coaches, it's on our players, and we got to continue to grow. Coach, last question. Thank you for your time today. You got an 18-year-old quarterback that started four games. Is this just the maturation process of a kid learning how to play Division One football? Yeah, I'd say he's. I'd say he's proven that 
he can play at a really high level, um, even though he's only played in a handful of games and, and started those games. But experience is one of the most important things you can have at any position. At quarterback, when you don't have a ton of experience, it's easy at times to have real confidence in all the situations, you know, that you get thrown into because maybe you haven't been in them yet. So for, for Byram, he just has to continue to <laughs> just be him. He works hard every single day. He's a, he's a really good practice player. He's, he's doing everything in his power to keep getting better. And he's got to be able to take these experiences that he has one week at a time and keep moving it forward. But he'll be just fine. And, you know, I'm really excited about what he's brought to the table so far. Thanks, Coach. Good luck Saturday. Thank you. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate your time. When you look at all the factors that could lead to better sustained drives and more productivity, where does productivity and consistency on first down rank in your mind in terms of, you know, helping helping improve Yeah, I think every down is really important that whatever the best play that we can have, you know, whether it's throwing the ball, maybe it's throwing the ball away and not forcing a throw, whatever it is that we just make really good decisions at the quarterback position, you know, whether it's first down, second down, third down, but where we got into big trouble is when we got behind the sticks and then you wind up in a bunch of third and 11s and 12s and 13s. We're pretty good when it was third and two and three and four. We did pretty good, like seventy-five percent. You were so ahead of the sticks in the first half. Right, completely different. Right. So, absolutely, it's everything. It's it's decision making. It's the execution. And man, four yards on first down is a whole lot better than nothing. And then you get to second, and it's a manageable situation. You're not feeling the pressure of being in second and ten. So, every down is so important. And for our group the discipline that it takes and the detail to execute every single play across the board to the best of your ability as a unit, man, that's where we, we lack the consistency there. So, and I've said it, you know, multiple times today, like our, our guys see it on the video and it's, man, they, they don't feel good. You know, when they turn on the video, they're like, man, there's another opportunity and we could have had a, big play got off the field could have had a first down could have avoided a sack or a penalty whatever it is and they're they're getting better every single day they're fighting you know like we just had a really good practice those guys are out there and they're locked into it and they're they're in it for each other and that's what we got to continue to to be